The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Hey, Ken's back on video. Bring it up, Jay. Ken joined us by phone for the last segment, so listen, all's well that ends well, and we're like right on track with where we wanted to be as a show, talking the final game in Week 16, and we got a couple more to talk about on Wednesday after Monday Night Football tonight, but uh, we'll talk about next Monday night's game, Christmas night, with the Ravens and the Niners here in just a second. We'll get to all our bets throughout the course of the show, for the rest of the show, throughout the course of this hour as well, hockey, NBA, and then our thoughts on Monday Night Football. But, Ken, just give us a quick um, market update here, assuming you've got everything back up and running. Uh, otherwise, I can do it. With Philadelphia and Seattle. Now, Geno Smith apparently is on the field and throwing right now for Seattle. He was also on the field and throwing for Seattle last week before you know the San Francisco game. We, are, we still think that, and the betting market thinks also, that this is going to be Drew Locke and not Geno Smith. Um, but Jalen Hurts is going to start for Philadelphia. Adam Schefter has just tweeted it as well, that Hurts is going to start tonight. Where do we stand right now, side and total Eagles and the Seahawks? So we know the Eagles were, uh, this was a really, remember we did this Sunday morning during the show, and the Hurts story gets tweeted out that he's 50-50. If the game was Sunday, he may not have played. And this market got to Eagles two and a half. Like, which just gives you an idea of kind of like the wild swings we've seen so far. And so we, th- those two and a halves get bet pretty, pretty, uh, 
like immediately when the when they drop and it kind of goes back to three three and a half and that's kind of where we were for the most part today and then just kind of like steady increase in eagles um throughout the day as it becomes more likely hertz is going to play and then with the announcement like about a half hour ago the best uh sort of the most consent the consensus price on this game right now eagles five there are three five and a halfs on the board now though so i i don't think we're done moving um, and it doesn't take a lot to blow through five, even on like a game day NFL point spread versus some other key numbers. Uh, I think it's possible that this could close six. Um, just need to con- continue following it. Honestly, the total in the game, which I heard you allude to when I was on the phone last segment, has still not moved. Forty five is the total in the market. It's the mar- it's the number everywhere. There's been no movement on it, even with the Hertz announcement. So just worth noting that as well. So to be kind of any curious, this kind of like back and forth, you know, what's kind of like what's our landing spot here kind of like with the Tyreek Hill news yesterday where our landing spot ended up being like kind of seven and a half like it got to seven and there was actual interest in in Miami do we reach a point where there is a lot of interest in Seattle we also have the Geno news that kind of clouds everything too gonna be a really like a really fun market actually for the next couple hours yeah can't wait to talk about it and we will give we will start giving our analysis here like later in the hour once we have like the maximum injury information possible because you know (laughs) there's a lot going on in that particular game. So our bets are coming up in a little bit, but for now, we'll finish our handicap until Wednesday here. And Ken and I are both off tomorrow. That's why we've hit every game today. For week 16 in the NFL, Jake, bring the music up. And Ken, there's a lot to hit here, obviously with the game itself, and then postseason award markets, right? And uh, most notably, most valuable player. So the game on Christmas night, Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers hosting Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Both of these teams are 11-3. and three. And uh, Ken, I told you this during the break, but just in case people are like new audience now, Drew Densick, the whale capper, was on with us last hour. He said the over in this game is his favorite bet of the week right now. The total is 46. San Francisco is a 5.5-point favorite. So Niners 5.5 at home against Baltimore, just to give you an idea of how like highly the Niners are rated. 5.5 at home against the Ravens. And again, the total is 46. And I mentioned Brock Purdy is a pretty big favorite now to win most valuable player. Threw for four touchdowns in the blowout win against Arizona on Sunday. And Dak Prescott and the Cowboys obviously getting blown out by Buffalo. Brock Purdy at BetMGM, minus 200 to be MVP. Lamar Jackson, Ken, is the second choice on the market now at MGM at plus 500. So we can talk about the game. I think our audience certainly would love to hear your opinion on most valuable player and where we stand right now. So uh, let's have a conversation and talk about it. San Francisco and Baltimore, Purdy and Lamar. Yeah, well, let's do the game first, just because it's like a really important game. And what, you know, obviously what happens in the game will, uh, will end up affecting a lot of award markets for sure. Uh, MVP, offensive player of the year, maybe coach of the year. I'm skeptical about both these coaches winning it, but like I, again, like this is just my opinion. Like I can be wrong. Uh, I'm, I don't vote for the awards, so I don't like have my thumb on the scale of this stuff at all. Um, just a lot of applications, honestly, uh, across a lot of stuff. I think, uh, I, do I have like a strong opinion on this? I, my opinion of the Niners, despite what some people would perceive as Brock Purdy slander most weeks, and I think I've said this a lot, actually, that I think of them as like a historically good team. And I, you know, I do a lot of work on like the traits that Super Bowl champions have. And the Niners have almost broken the scoring system for all the traits that they possess that make them a very likely Super Bowl winner. They're the best. They're the nuts. They're like as good as it gets, honestly, uh, from a Super Bowl contender standpoint. And I would be absolutely astonished if they didn't at least play in the game. Uh, in Vegas in February, and we'll see who they play from the AFC side. That would just be like my interpretation of it. So with that in mind, like I, I know like Baltimore also is rated very well, also has played well in a number of games. 
I actually think there's a big difference, and it has nothing to do with Baltimore, honestly. I think there's a big difference between the Niners and every other team. And the Niners in these home games are just unbeatable, honestly, in a lot of situations. I don't, I'm not saying I don't think this number is big enough. When this is the, I know why this is the number. The Ravens are also rated very well. I view these teams as having a big difference between them. And I think the Niners are very likely to win this game by margin. And I think they're very likely to win almost every game they play by margin. So like, that's how good I think they are. Uh, so I, I like them in the game. It sound, probably sounds like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because Purdy MVP is so interesting. But like, I think I've been pretty clear for a month or more now. I think this is like the most likely winner. They were in the bucket for me week three, week four, as like the two, two, three teams I wanted to win the Super Bowl. Uh, nothing's changing there now. I think the difference between the teams with the game in San Francisco uh, is bigger than this. So I just, I, I'm going to ask you a question about like, like market entry. Like if you like San Francisco, when to bet it, then we'll do MVP. Just my opinion. Uh, Ken and I have been talking about this off air throughout the course of the day today. Uh, I love San Francisco also, especially with the point spread being like what it is now, like less than six. And and just like I, 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 I understand that like Baltimore has been good all season and the majority of the season played without Keaton Mitchell, like Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, the top two running backs yep. after J.K. Dobbins tears his Achilles in week one. Um, Keaton Mitchell was basically like their Devon Achan, averaging like literally eight yards per carry, expanding role every week. And like, it it sucks for the young man, tore his ACL at the end of the game last night. You feel terrible for the young man. Also, like selfishly for people that like you have him in fantasy, like he, I think he was going to like le win leagues for everybody. I know that pales in comparison to his health and like him getting back on the field. I get it. But just like, just to show how impactful a player he was, like this was someone that, I think was going to win fantasy leagues and maybe like help the Ravens secure like a like a top two seed in the AFC. I think he was that important. I think the Ravens lose like a like a big dimension of this offense without that home run hitter out of the backfield now along uh, along with Lamar Jackson. Um, I I really like the 49ers in the game also. Now let's start talk market entry. So Ken, you like San Francisco? You think they're very likely to win by margin? They're sitting below six right now at five and a half. Let's say this goes up to six, six and a half. Like a. Do you think that's going to happen? Or do you think we kind of hang out in this dead zone here, right? Under six. Um, and if it does go up to six, six and a half, would you still bet San Francisco? So like, when's the time to bet the Niners? And what do you think happens with this market over the course of the week? It's a great question. Totally agree with you asking it. I don't have a good feel for the answer for this question. Uh I, I keep thinking about like key injuries for both teams. Keaton Mitchell, we know already, torn ACL is after the season. Um, I, you know, Purdy gets like briefly knocked out of the game, like, you know, concussion protocol, whatever. I, I don't think there's anything there, obviously. McCaffrey gets attended to very briefly in the game too, gets retaped. Don't think there's anything there. Maybe he appears on the injury report, but like he's going to play in the game, something like that. Not a whole Extra lot else. Rest, I think, like, obviously too. Like, yeah, not a whole lot else like big going on, I, I feel like. For the Niners, the Ravens, I believe, and I, I get the members of their secondary confused sometimes. They did lose one of their safeties, I think, during the game, and he didn't return. And, like, may, may, again, like, they've kind of had guys in and out of the lineup. Also, Ronnie Stanley, their tackle, who was playing with, like, a significant injury anyway, um, you know, like, aggravated in the game or whatever. So, like, it seems like the Ravens, I guess, like, the, the point of this, seems like the Ravens are more likely to have a negative injury report than the Niners are. And if that's true, then the number is more likely to go up than it is to go down. Now, my initial premise can be wrong and the Niners injury report can be worse than I think but like if you agree with that statement then you have to agree that the number is probably more likely to go up than go down so I guess if you like the Niners ASAP would be the answer to the question probably right and I, I like to kind of like take this down to the wire you no know, kind of 
know when lines are likely to move on injury stuff and and wait it out a little bit just to like think about it and and talk to other people and see what they think but yeah like i you know maybe it maybe it goes down you also don't lose a lot like four and a half and five and a half are very close to the same number just to be honest and six is way different so i i, I think the niners are I, my opinion is i would expect them to win this game by margin because i think they are like by not even close by far the best team in the league and i think they're a historically good team when everyone's healthy uh staley uh stanley excuse me i got brandon staley on the brain uh ronnie stanley in concussion protocol for the Ravens, Marcus Williams left last yeah, that's the safety you alluded to, left last night's game with a groin injury. John Harbaugh calling Marcus Williams day to day. I think like the expectation should be based off that that he'll end up playing next Monday night. But Stanley seems to be in doubt. And again, like think about it. He, he's going to have to try and protect Lamar from Nick Bosa. Like, you want Ronnie Stanley in this game if you're betting the Baltimore Ravens or you like Baltimore. Yeah. Um, so, also, based on that, answer, how many, how many, how many yards are they going to have on the ground in this game? No Mitchell. They have a trouble running the ball anyway without him. They're going to be in third and eight every possession in this game. And maybe Lamar's so good it doesn't matter. Pull rabbits out of hats, did that last night a bunch of times. For as much as like Tariko and Collinsworth were obsessed with him last night, not like they lit up the scoreboard. Not like they scored a ton in the game. Like, yeah, he made the two individually, one really amazing play that Collinsworth wanted to see 50 replays of. Um, even though I feel like we see Mahomes do that literally every single week. But like Lamar's awesome. Just like I worry about like he's going to be in some rough situation. Like I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball at all because they usually don't. And without Keaton Mitchell, they usually don't. So like and their offensive lines hurt. How's this how's this going to go against this defensive? Maybe the Niners secondary is super vulnerable. Maybe Lamar can create plays and generate explosive plays by extending them. He definitely does it before, but like he has to do that, has to. And on the flip side, like I think the Niners can literally score. I think they can run up the score on every team that they play. I don't even care who the defenses are. I don't think it matters. Uh, I'm going to bet some San Francisco like tonight. I, I want to capture this while it's below six and then can like readdress and like may maybe Baltimore gets bet, whatever. But like to your point, it's going to go from five and F. Like it's never going to four, barring like some kind of like insane yeah. Niners injury. So well, you lose nothing, basically. I'm going to bet San Francisco now. I'd like to capture this while it's still below below six. Sure. Um, all right, let's talk MVP. Totally cool yeah. if this carries over into the next segment. Uh, Purdy minus 200, Lamar plus 500. If you'd like to reiterate earlier thoughts, obviously we can do that here as well. Allen is sure. 10 to 1. Dak is 6. Jalen Hurts is 11, whatever. Christian McCaffrey is 12. Worth noting, Brock Purdy did say after the game he thinks McCaffrey should be MVP. You got a so funny tweet. That's what, an MVP, that's what an MVP yeah, would right. say. Brock Purdy. Uh, that was right, good. So, got a good response on that one. Yeah. So. What do you, uh, so it's like, like, what do you think here? Because I think like some people are under the impression that this is like winner wins MVP next Monday night. Like, is that, that's or that it's that over you, already. That, or, or that, that Purdy's, or that Purdy's like one already, already won, correct. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll, you know, again, for the record, bet Dak 40 went to two, got a ton of equity three weeks ago, two weeks ago, bet Brock Purdy to win said he was the safest candidate said it was the easiest case to, so like i'm gonna do a bunch of stuff the next day like this is where like, i if he wins i told you i didn't want to lose money if he won it was the safest case to make thought his price was really likely to drop i've been right about all that stuff so far by the way whether he wins or not so like kind of have some idea what i'm talking about here can we just start there for every party fanboy like it's really mad about this just i think it's the most interesting thing about this by far is like whatever you think the person listening about who should win we all have our opinions about who should win most people listening probably think purdy should win 
A lot of people on Twitter certainly think he should win. That's great. None of you vote. And I don't vote either. And Nick doesn't vote. And I'm just saying it's really interesting that a guy who's, again, like I'm going to compliment him. He's the best quarterback this year on the best team in the league. And he's number one in every single stat that matters, basically. I'm, I think it's interesting. You would think someone with that profile, this wouldn't even be a discussion. You would think, like, imagine if Mahomes had those numbers or Josh Allen had those numbers. The minus 10,000, there would be no discussion. We wouldn't even be talking about it today. It'd be over. And yet, despite that, all people who vote, people who write about it, who have votes confirmed, everyone's saying the same thing. Wow, it's really wide open right now. A lot of guys who can win. What? That should set off huge alarm bells for you, whether you bet Brock Purdy or not. How how are we in this? What a remarkable, interesting situation this could potentially be. Imagine someone who's number one at everything and the best player on the best team this year. And the discussion is, wow, it's wide open right now. And I like, I'll, we'll prove it out there. We got the receipts after the break. Like, I, I think this is still really interesting, even if you think it shouldn't be, and I think it should be. More on Most Valuable Player coming up next, and we'll start rolling out our bets for tonight in the NBA and the NHL. Our NFL bets coming up 25 minutes from now. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 